Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. What is happening to the world? I want to know. Maybe somebody's got the answer because I don't get it. I don't know how you can actually say some of the things you're, you know, that the media is saying right now. How people in politics, are, you know, our so-called leaders, can utter these words. Utter these words. I mean, come on. Come on. We're, we're actually worried about whether or not five... Pete Buttigieg-giggity said yesterday, I believe it was on Friday on The View, that the bill that uh, Ron DeSantis had passed in Florida was going to kill children. Okay, now how in the world not talking to talking to you know not not being able to talk to a five or a six or a seven year old about sex uh, is going to kill children? And how would that would that work? What what possible motive would you have to do it behind the backs of the parents? I don't get this. I don't get this. These people are absolute lunatics. <clears throat> they really are. But the, what I wanted to talk to you today about is, uh, and there's a few things. I, I've been doing some research on this, and like I have not been in, I've, it's not like I've been in the business for 50 years, okay? But they say that two things you don't want to talk about on the radio or any kind of broadcast is abortion and capital punishment. They said that'll just turn people off immediately, and <clears throat> it doesn't help the ratings, that kind of thing. And, and that's fine. I'm not really worried about that. But I want, I want, I do want to talk about capital punishment today. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a bit, of, a bit of a different twist on it, because from what I'm seeing in the world today, we need to put our foot down. We really do. Now, uh, as far as murder and things like that, I've always been against capital punishment, and not for the reasons you would think. Uh, for one thing, it's too expensive. I was looking it up today. It costs, on average, $2.3 million to execute someone. Now, you say, where does that number come from? Well, it, it, it comes from all of the protections we have with the Constitution and all of the, uh, the, the costs of the legal costs behind the scenes kind of thing. That, it, it, and it takes forever to get it done. Unless, of course, you're Timothy McVeigh and you blew up the, you were, you were, you, they told you that they blew up the Oklahoma City uh, 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 building there in the uh, federal building. Yeah, then you're executed within months. But that aside, it takes, it takes forever. These guys are on, end up on death row for, for years and years and years and years and years. And the state, you know why a lot of states do not have the death penalty? It's not because they morally disagree with it. It's because it costs too much. Okay, and in, in um, what state was it? It cost over a billion dollars to house these people and to for their for their uh, 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 legal legal costs over. I think it was a ten year period. But anyway, the point is the point is is that I believe that we you know in certain cases they shouldn't have the death penalty. Except, and I say except, in the case of child rape, murder, and pedophilia. And I say this with absolutely no hesitation whatsoever. And I think, I personally think, we should take it a step further. Now, 
what I mean by that is if you know over the over the years they found out that uh, the death penalty really doesn't have any effect on murders okay it, it has no deterrent effect but what if let's just say for the sake of argument what if rather than execution you were facing torture now now bear with me bear with me <clears throat> Because I tell you what, when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, execution, I think I think personally they should be public. I think we should have it in the in the city square, and because I tell you what, when you're talking about execution, if you're really going to do this, if you want it to be a uh, deterrent, you have to make sure everybody sees it. You can't just do it behind the scenes in in the in the dark of night at midnight, and then you read about it the next day in the paper. That means nothing. People have to see this. They have to see it be taking place. Okay, back in the in the West, you stole somebody's horse. You were accused of that. You were found guilty. They hung you that day, basically, and they did it in the public square. Okay, a little again. Let's take it a step further. Let's say you're accused of child rape. Child rape, which I can't think of anything worse. I really can't. Child rape. You're you're a grown man. It's usually men. Uh, raping a five-year-old okay I believe that a person like that now this is this is my opinion I think they should be facing facing torture as well as death okay because I tell you what if you if you knew and, and, and my people say well torture doesn't work well torture doesn't work if you're looking for information because as, as we all know, we've we found out because the United States did it, they will, if you're torturing someone, they will tell you whatever you want to hear, right? They will do that. I understand that. But we're not talking about information here. We're talking about punishment, okay? I'm talking about getting medieval with this. That's what we need to do. You want to deter people from doing something, you have to make sure that they know they're going to pay a price. And it's not going to be a good one. You let people walk into uh, to stores and steal in flash mobs and walk out, and uh, even if you catch them, they're back on the street in two hours. That's not a deterrent, okay? That's not a deterrent. <clears throat> you tell someone, you touch a kid, and we know you did it, and you admit to it, or it's, it's, it's plain as day that you did this, this horrible thing, we are going to torture you, and then we're going to kill you. Okay, and it's going to be painful. It's going to be painful. It's going, you are going to wish you were dead, and we're not going to let you die. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do, and we should do it. And I know this sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but you should televise all of it. And you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. You don't have to watch it. But I guarantee you, uh, a, 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 pedoph a pedophile or a human trafficking, and I'm talking about human trafficking as well. The people are in charge of this, that are moving these children around. And I'm talking about, uh, usually it's women and young boys, and it goes on all the time. You think that, what do you think is coming across the southern border right now? What do you think is the biggest thing? What do you, what, have you seen the buses when they're unloading? It's young men, it's young men, that's all it is. Families are not involved. They're, they are in the process of setting up uh, not only drug trafficking uh, organizations, but child trafficking, human trafficking. It's rampant. 
And I'm telling you, the only way we're going to stop this is you make sure that the person who's committing these crimes knows that there is a price to pay. I'm serious. I am serious as a heart attack. I have been against this, against capital punishment my whole life. And uh, again, I don't want to repeat myself, but I mean, for the wrong, for reasons that you probably wouldn't, you know, wouldn't think about is that it's too expensive. And a lot of times we're killing the wrong guy. Okay. Two guys get into a fight. One shoots the other one. Okay, fine. Fine. That's fine. <clears throat> you want to, you want to, um, you want to try him for murder. Fine. I really don't care about that. At the end of the day, uh, life in prison is probably the worse thing than death. And, and, and it's too expensive. It really is for the states. But when it comes to chi- to children, folks, I am here to tell you, I cut no one any slack on this. If you are accused, or not accused, if you are, if you are convicted of this, I say we pull out the soldering irons and the axle grease. Really, I do. I think I think you should pay a price, and you sh- it should be widely publicized that it was painful and what this particular person went through. I mean, you can bring in all the doctors, they can explain what happened, the degree of pain, go down the list. You can do whatever you want. I want the next guy out on the street thinking about doing this to to think twice about it. Is it worth my time and my effort to do this? Because if I get caught, I'm going to be tortured, okay? And it's going to be painful. I, I, I think that's the only way to do this. The only way to deter this is to scare them to death. That's the only way, in my opinion. And I think it should be done immediately. I think it should start January 1st, 2023. If you are caught and you're convicted of uh, attacking a child, either sexually or uh, especially sexually, or you're caught trafficking them for, for sexual reasons, for prostitution, whatever, you are going to be killed and you're going to be tortured prior to that. I really believe that. I believe that. Call me wacky. That's fine. I really don't care. That's how I feel anymore. And as far as the execution part of it, of, of, of murderers and that kind of thing, that, you know, rapists, whatever, you know, it, it, the only way I think you should have an execution, and this is the way I've looked at it all along, you should leave it up to the family of the victim. And the family, somebody in the family of the victim should be the one that pulls the, the, the lever. Not the state. Not the state. The state. You, this person didn't do anything to the state. They did something to this person's, uh, the victim's family. That's, that's, who, that's, who, who, that's who should pay, who have the ability to make this guy pay the price. I'm telling you, we're going to have to get medieval. We really are. We really are now. Will it be? Will it be taken too far? Well, there'll have to be safeguards for that. But at the end of the day, when a person is thinking about this, say he's got say he's got pornographic pictures of children on his on his laptop, okay, and he trades them on the on the dark web and all that. Well, unlike the new Supreme Court justice, I think that should be a mortal sin in my book. I think you should have to pay with your life for that. Now, if it was put on there by a, a third party, there would have to be some, some issues. But if you are caught, if you are caught and they can prove that you were trading these pictures 
are are that you get off on this. I think you should be put to death. I really do. I do because I tell you what, it, this sexual deviation. What they're trying to do is the the left, the lunatic left, is trying to mainstream this. They're trying to normalize this this uh, sexual preference. That's what they're they're wanting to uh, make this. They're wanting the the um, sexual attraction of children to become mainstream. That's what they're doing. That's what Disney's doing. That's what Disney's doing. That's what that's what the left as a whole is doing. I mean, you can see it right now when you've got a when you've got a Supreme Court justice who has been lenient on people who have sexually explicit uh, uh, pictures and video on their computers of children, and they and she's acting like that's really not that big of a deal. What do you, are you insane? I've never heard more lunacy in my life. I am tired of this. These people need to pay for this. Now, I could be wrong. I may be a lunatic. You can call me whatever you want. But at the end of the day, what's the only way to get a dog to keep a dog from shitting in the in the in the front yard or or in your in your room inside the house? Yeah, you make them pay a price. That's what it is. It, it you have to do this. He'll think twice about it next time. If he knows that that's the reason you di- you're you know you're hitting him with a paper or what or you know, a rolled up newspaper whatever you know how that works anybody's got an, an animal knows that I mean you have to do it immediately otherwise he doesn't know what you're talking about but at the end of the day he knows he's paying a price he knows he did something wrong and he probably won't do it next time right am I wrong on that could I be wrong absolutely but this is how I feel I lay in bed at night thinking. What would I do if someone hurt my child or my grandchild? I would want blood. I would. There would be no getting around it. I would want blood and I would want to be the one pulling the trigger or I would want to, you know, see the life just just go out of their eyes. I, that's what I would want to do. I, I mean, maybe I'm barbaric. Maybe I'm a caveman. I mean, I, I, that's just the way I feel. But when it comes to when it comes to that, uh, turning the other cheek means nothing to me. Say, say what you want. You know, Christ was right about a lot of stuff, but in this case, turning the other cheek, not a chance. I want to read the Old Testament, an eye for an eye. That's the way I look at it. That's you have to pay a price for this. It, it is so egregious, so horrible. When it comes to children, I cut very little slack. I really do. Now. Um, uh, when it comes to uh, adults, different ball game. You know, two guys get in a fight at a bar and one dies. Eh, you know, kind of look the other direction. I, re- I really don't care about that. Let, let, the, let the chips fall as they may, okay? That's the way I look at it. But when it comes to children, I cut no slack to anyone. You start abusing a kid, especially sexually, I think you should be tortured just like they used to do in the Inquisition. We could actually have whole industries on this, based on this, about how to torture someone who does this. I'm not saying you have to move down the line. I don't think you should be tortured for a, a traffic violation. It's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the most egregious, horrible crimes you can commit as far as it, it, being a human being, and that is taking advantage of innocence. That's the way I look at it. You should have to pay a horrible, horrible price for that. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. I speaking of that, you've seen this uh, this this story about this North Carolina inmate. He was 24 years old. 
His name was Samajus Short. Okay, apparently he killed a toddler when he was 17 years old. And they know he did it. He had a release date of 2042. So he was going to get out at some point after killing a toddler. But the prison system, and it's, it took him four years, which really surprises me because he'd only been in jail for four years. Or no, seven years, I guess it was. Yeah, seven years. <clears throat> Somebody finally got to him and killed him. They, 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 now, whether or not it was about this, the fact that you'd killed a child, I don't know. They keep saying that, and I have a tendency to believe that. That's probably true. But why it wasn't done, you know, six and a half years ago, I don't know. But even criminals, even criminals, some of the most hardened criminals, have, have a, a, a set of laws that they, they, they abide by. Because most of them, probably have a child or a grandchild or a niece or a nephew and they don't want those kids hurt. So they took retribution and they took care of this guy. That's what I think should happen. And because if you go to right now, just to give you an idea, and you, you've heard this before, child uh, molesters are not, look, they're frowned upon in the prison system. They usually have to be protected. Okay. So that gives you that gives you some deterrent right there. You got to be really, really careful because if you do go to jail, they're going to hunt you down, and you're going to be looking over your shoulder, right? I mean, we do it now with the uh, uh, you have to register as a sex offender. People want people want to know who lives in their if they're living next door to you, right? So there is there is a stigma attached to this, and there is a reason for it. And as far as I'm concerned. These people, the only way you're going to deter these people is to scare them and, and to, to make them know that they're going to pay a tremendous price, right? That's the way I look at it. Uh, like I said, I may be nuts, and uh, that's fine, but at the end of the day, if it was my kid, I would want blood. I really would. So, anyway, I'll be right back with the news. This is the Average Joe Podcast. The Average Joe Podcast. All right. Uh, first story, and one of them that I predicted, and we're going to talk about it, is Elon Musk. Elon Musk will not be taking a seat on the Twitter board. He has declined that. Well, there's a damn surprise. Yeah, told you nothing was going to happen. He made his money. It was a PR stunt. End of discussion. Nothing's going to change at Twitter. Nothing. Nothing's going to change at any of these, these uh, social media sites. They're just not. They're not. They're infiltrated by lefties, and nothing's ever going to change. And Elon Musk buying 10% of Twitter, he had the opportunity to go on the board, maybe make some changes. Nah, he's not going to do it. He opted out. So he's exactly what I thought he was. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. He tells a great story. Again, I'm going to get into this at some point because it's it's long. It, it, it may take several segments of this because it is this guy is not who you think he is. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, number two, Pete Buttigiegidi. Uh, blames DeSantis for the inflation and gas prices. Somehow or other on The View the other day, he was able to spin things. He didn't do much of a job of it. I, 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 read, I read about it. He's trying to say that they have no plan, that uh, DeSantis in Florida has no plan. So, you know, he, he says that it's, it's a waste of time. But, well, correct me if uh, five and six and seven-year-olds will die. He's saying that they'll die. Unless we get, uh, unless we let teachers talk to, about sex to them behind the parents' backs, that's what Buddha Giggity Giggity said. That the children were actually going to die. 
if this was not if if this was not changed. I, I don't know what he's talking about, but as far as a plan, the entire administration has no plan. So and you're talking about a governor. You're not talking about you're not talking about the president of the United States or another country. You're talking about somebody that's in charge of Florida. And somehow or other DeSantis is, has the ability to uh, 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 do something about inflation or gas prices. Buddha giggity giggity is an idiot. Okay, and you could tell just by looking at him. Okay, I. <clears throat> well, first of all, you go on the view, you're a moron anyway. But nonetheless, uh, number three, New York City officials are scrambling to spin population loss. So they're trying to say what they're going to try and say is that it's 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 it has to do with the aging population. It's it's there's going to be many things that they're going to say about it. But the problem is, at the end of the day, people don't like living in New York City anymore. It's dangerous. It's too expensive. The uh, 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 taxes are outrageous. Okay, New York City's dying. It truly is, and and there's not going to be much they can do about it. Because they got another idiot in charge, this Eric Adams. He's worse than, he's about as bad as de Blasio. So there's nothing going to change. It's only going to get worse in New York City and the, and the major large cities around the country. They're all, they're all run by Democrats and they're all, they're all on decline. They're all in decline. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Number four, texts reveal that Hunter Biden regularly covered family expenses at the, at the Biden home. Well, isn't that funny? I thought Joe didn't have anything to do with Hunter's business dealings. But Hunter's paying for, what, a fence, a retaining wall? I mean, go down. I've seen the, I've seen the texts and, and the emails. that He's paid for hundreds of thousands of dollars of work at uh, the half a dozen homes that Joe and uh, Jill own. Yeah, so say what you want. This guy's knee-deep in this. Whether or not anything comes of it, I don't, I'm not holding my breath. I don't think it's going to. I really don't. Uh, speaking of that, Hunter Biden's kickbacks to the big guy are still turning up. Over and over again, they're finding this stuff. The he, he has paid money to the big guy, which the big guy is obviously Joe Biden. There's no other way to look at it. Everybody says that. And what do we do? We still leave him in charge. We still have him in charge of the United States. Um, see, number six, 11 times Joe Biden was involved in family corrupt business dealings. There's a list of those. Eleven times they can document that he was involved in, in in business dealings with Hunter. Yeah. What all do you need to know? If this was if this was uh, Donald Trump Donald Trump Jr. and Donald Trump, they would have him up on. They would impeach him immediately. They would. There's no doubt about it. If they could find it out today that there was some kind of illegal thing that they could prove that. Donald Trump Jr. did with his dad, they would impeach him even today, even though he's not in, still in office. Yeah, they would. They would. But we're going to let this one slide, I guess. I Believe me, if you think anything's going to happen to, to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, you're, you're kidding yourself. It's not, it's not going to. No. You never put the king in jail. Never. In the United States, we just don't do that. We just don't do that. Now, will Hunter do, he may do 30 days in a, in a minimum security prison or something just for show you know it'd be a country club but at the end of the day nothing's going to happen about this you've got one of the most corrupt uh horrible people in charge of the united states right now and not a thing's going to happen not a single thing now will it happen in november after the the midterms and and uh, the republicans gain back the uh, the house and the senate maybe 
again, I'm not holding my breath because uh, Minority Leader McCarthy says, well, we're not, that's not going to be on, on top of our list. Well, he said we go by the letter of the law. I, I'd say he's been paid off. They're seeing the writing on the wall already. The Democrats know that. The Democrats know that they're going to lose in, in November. And what do we need to do to prevent this from happening? Ah, we give McCarthy a couple million dollars or a book deal where he gets paid $60 million on the backside. He, I, I, they're all corrupt. All of them are corrupt. Don't let anybody kid you. Even your guy in, in Missouri, okay, Josh Hawley. I'm not saying he's corrupt. I'm saying he can be corrupted. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that that... That place in D.C. is so evil and so dark that you can't, it's, it's, a, it's a system you can't fight against. It needs to be completely destroyed and we start over again. And that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I hear people talking about, well, we need term limits. Yeah, well, the only problem is the people who vote on term limits are the ones that want to stay in power. So how does, how does that work? You can't, get that, you can't get that done. No one's going to go along with that. No one. In that, in that group is going to go along with term limits when they know that that's going to take away their power. You think Nancy Pelosi would vote for term limits? Of course not. And she's the one that would have to, she's the one that would have to initiate it or someone in the Senate. And, and no one's going to do that. Okay, <clears throat> back to something more important. And that is uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. I don't know if you're familiar with him. But he's an epidemiologist and cardiologist. And he has been a... Uh, outspoken uh, advocate of not getting the COVID-19 vaccinations. He's also very outspoken. He's been on uh, <clears throat> Joe Rogan. He's been on, on several sites, but he's been banned from Twitter, I think, and banned from uh, YouTube. But he's saying, he's saying that uh, the COVID jab deaths, in other words, the, the adverse reaction to the vaccination is worse than, it's going to be worse than war, okay? We're gonna lose more people over, over, the, over the entire, uh, uh, this adventure we have with this, this so-called vaccination. They're gonna lose more people than they would in, a, in an actual war event. There's, he's saying it could be as high as 187,000 people are gonna lose their lives overtaking the vaccination because of adverse effects. How about that? Unbelievable. And this guy's not, he's nobody to sneeze at. He's an epidemiologist and a cardiologist. This isn't the guy down the street living in the double wide saying this, okay? Writing on his blog. No, this is, a, this is somebody to be who, who has the pedigree and the experience to tell you that this is wrong. And it's not good for everybody. And it can be harmful. And it can kill you. Okay. So naturally, I'm not going to be able to put this on YouTube today because I'm talking about COVID-19. God forbid I talk about COVID-19. Even though, even though you've got these 10-year-olds running YouTube and Twitter, we, we can't talk about a man who's been in the business for 40 years and what he says about it. Because the 12-year-olds... Are supposed to know more than I, you know, than he does. That that's what's wrong with this country. We're letting people in charge who don't have a clue what they're talking about. I've worked for many of them, and I'm sure you have too. That's when things go sideways. Yeah. All right. Um, 
And here's something uh, about our home state here. A Missouri Supreme Court sides, now this is Supreme Court in Missouri, it sides with John Solomon uh, when, he, when he filed for that uh, Freedom from Information Act, the Sunshine Law. He wanted to get all the information and all the texts and all the emails that Kim Gardner had during the Eric Greitens, uh, I guess, uh, case where where she was going after him because he was supposedly extorted money or, or not extorted money, but threatened his girlfriend that he was seeing on the side. You know the story, right? Well, apparently, uh, Miss uh, Miss Gardner did not want to release all that stuff. Well, apparently, the Missouri Supreme Court said you're going to have to. Now, this is after a couple of years, so this is very interesting. Should be interesting to see what they find out because today on Monday, on April 11th, Miss Gardner is facing a disciplinary hearing in front of the uh, ethics board of the uh, uh, Missouri Bar, and she could lose her license, okay? Now, she says she didn't do anything wrong, but it's funny, she hired an ex-FBI agent who is now in prison for perjury and ev evidence tampering. So my guess is something went sideways in her little investigation, and I hope this broad pays the price. I really do. She is a hateful, terrible person, and she's backed by Soros. She readily admits that. She's a lefty from the Soros group. And those kind of people need to be taken down, and hopefully this will be the first of many to come. Uh, let's see. White House plans to lower costs of gas. You know how they're going to do it? They're going to invoke the Defense Production Act. This comes from World War II. All right. We're going to turn our industries around and we're going to make and we're going to uh, mine and produce uh well i guess i guess we're, we're going to mine minerals that have to do with solar power and electric cars suddenly we're thinking that's we're thinking that's a good idea that that's going to save the day i don't know what it's going to do about the cost of the uh, me fueling up this week it's not going to have any effect on it now they also are pulling out one a million a million barrels a day out of the strategic uh, supply oil supply it, it's going to be minimal the effect it, it really will be at the end of the day you're still going to be paying around four dollars a gallon and god knows what for diesel but uh, uh this is gonna it's gonna be stupid because now we're we're importing all this stuff from china and they think that in a couple of weeks we can build factories and we can start building this ourselves it's ridiculous that just shows you how stupid this administration is i'm not saying this isn't a bad idea over the long haul over the long haul this may make some sense because you would bring industry back to the united states 100 percent agree with that but if you think this is going to have any effect on what you pay for gas for the next year no it's not it's not gonna have anything to do with it but they're gonna they're gonna tout it as some kind of major accomplishment that they've uh, they've done that they're that's gonna how they're they're gonna fight this this price and of course it's all Putin's fault and it's COVID-19 and Joe didn't have anything to do with it he's just an innocent bystander right part-time president is what this guy is but he's gonna blame everything I, I've told you before short of of uh everything's going to be blamed on this Putin and COVID end of discussion uh, let's see speaking of Biden his approval is at an all-time low okay and I mean it's not even close it's and these are skewed polls he's at like 39 percent approval overall okay but on the economy 
He's got 37% approval and 63% disapproval. That's horrible. Horrible. Inflation's even worse. He's got 31% approval and 69% disapproval. He's got 60-plus disapproval on four of the five top concerns of Americans. And somehow or other, he has, he has the audacity to, to laugh and dismiss you and I. And I cannot stand him for that. Of all the things, it's that arrogance that just irritates you to no end. When, he, when, when he's confronted with this, he just, he just blows it off. Like, like, like it's insignificant, that you and I are insignificant to this guy. And that is absolutely true. I, I fully believe that. He does not care one ounce about you and I or anything we do. He, he really doesn't. So anyway, that's all I got today. And speaking of Joe Biden, it is April 11th, and he is the absolute worst president in American history. There's not even somebody close. Uh, let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. 
Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.